You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is the place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave, and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think, quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing, and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones. And I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Oh, hello, my friends. So today is one of those days. Those days where you think you have your microphone plugged in and it actually is not plugged in, and there has been zero sound recorded whatsoever, and you thought you were on fucking fire. (laughs) So obviously, I am choosing to believe that round two of recording this episode for you is going to be even more on fire than the first. That is why the first one did not actually record. So here we are. All right, my friends. So I have so much that I want to share with you. I have actually been away on vacation for the past two weeks. So I had pre-recorded a bunch of episodes before I went away. This is my first time talking with y'all for a little while. So it's so nice to be back. And if you are someone who likes my life updates behind the scenes, all the things, which I love to share and I enjoy seeing from other people, do come and follow me over on Instagram because I share so much of that and I don't Really, I try not to share too much of it here on the podcast, although I do and share giving little updates. Enjoy. I think I just combined the word enjoy and share together. And share. (laughs) Anyway, come hang out with me on Instagram if you like the behind the scenes and the life updates. Xena.jones.coach. And remember, Xena is spelt with an X, X X-E-N-A. In the meantime, I will just let you know, I spent two weeks away. I spent nine nights in Hawaii, in Waikiki and Honolulu with my partner. Then he flew home and I went over to Denver in Colorado, but more of a solo trip. But I did spend majority of the time hanging out with one of my BFFs who has been recently on the podcast, Becca Stark. And it was actually our first time hanging out together in person in real life. And it was absolutely magical. I have shared so many of the photos and the funny moments (laughs) over on Instagram and also on some of my um, Facebook pages as well. But if you guys want those life updates, come hang out over on Instagram. So before we dive into talking about how to be committed but unattached, I have something else that really does relate to this episode that I wanted to share to you all today. And it relates to many of the episodes, in fact, and that is my brain has ADHD. I have ADHD. And one of the ways that that shows up for me in podcasts is I have what I call squirrel brain. And that, and here's the funny thing, y'all. We don't even have squirrels here in New Zealand, and I get so damn excited when I see them overseas. I do chase them. I recently learned about prairie dogs and chipmunks. I saw both of these while I was in Colorado and tried to chase them all down for photos. Whole whole side note. But there's a beautiful demonstration of what happens when you have ADHD is your brain can go on complete tangents just like that. So squirrel brain is where you go from here to there to there to there to there to over there 
from one thing to the next. And when I'm drafting a podcast in the notes for the episode, I can really see that in action. I go off in tangents. I get less lost in rabbit holes and I do try to really bring it back and formulate some form of order. But I tell you this for two reasons. One, we're going to have a future episode on you know, women with ADHD, how to, you know, notice if you may have it or if you have some of those kind of tendencies. And it's way more common than we realize. And with women, it is diagnosed as adults more so than as children. Whereas with men, it is often diagnosed um, in boys at a younger age. So very interesting stuff. Anyway, I also tell you this because we're at episode number 166 of the Brave AF podcast. And I still have obstacles and mind drama when it comes to sharing these episodes and recording this for you all. So today, my brain wanted to make the way I had formulated this and created this episode a problem, right? It wanted to tell me it sucked, basically. <laughs> so I experience doubt after every single episode, right? After every one, I have this thought, oh, shit, I should have included this. Or I should have said that. And I have not once re-recorded it because I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> in fact, I don't give in to my brain's second guessing, to its questioning, to its self-doubt. I expect that to happen. right? And I just choose not to make it a problem. So my friends, this podcast is one of the many ways that I choose to give my self-doubt and my desire for perfection the middle finger, right? And I continued to defy the part of my brain who tells me things like, it's not good enough, or who am I to do that? Or whatever flavor of drama it wishes to offer me, okay? <laughs> so today we are talking about being committed to the outcome you want, but unattached at the same time. And if you haven't listened to episode number 161, Energetic BO, put that on your list, my friends, right after this, or maybe even go back and listen again after this, because these two things are very closely related. Okay. So here's an example of what I mean when I say committed to the outcome, but unattached to it. So I am in a relationship and I love my partner. I am committed to him. I want to be with him. I'm happy being with him. But I'm also not attached to our relationship in that I know I don't need him in order to be happy. I know for a fact that life with him is amazing and that life without him is also amazing. Okay? So... Let's talk about why this is so important. When we talk about being, you know, committed to the outcome, but unattached, why is that so important? Because when we are attached to the outcome, we drop into desperation. We drop into thinking we need something outside of ourselves in order to be happy, that we need it in order to be complete. We need it in order to be whole. And we become desperate. 
And desperation, my friends, is a very unattractive quality, not just in a relationship sense, right? When you're looking for a romantic relationship or to make a friend, right? But also in the way in which we show up in the world to to do anything, to create anything, to become anything. When you feel desperate, you act out. You do not act as yourself. You act as someone else, some crazy person (laughs) sometimes, right? I was trying to think about an example for this. And the example that comes to mind is a little dramatic, but let's go with it. So if you were to think about having a natural disaster and let's say you went to the store to buy water and food and supplies because all of the power was out and, you know, you didn't know how long you would be without for and you didn't know what was going on. It was very serious. And let's imagine you go to the store and people are literally raiding the store and they are just stealing shit because they are desperate. And you go in and you grab as much water and as much canned food as you can and you try to get out and someone tries to take it from you and you punch them in the face or push them over, right? When we are desperate like that, we do crazy shit. We do not act as ourselves, right? Now, this is the energetic BO component. When we are an energetic BO, right? When we have stinky energy, right? We repel the very thing we want, So when we are attached to an outcome, we believe we need it, right? And we become desperate to get it, to create it, to make it happen. And we become fixated on how, on, you know, how we do it, on what we need to do, on the action steps that we need to take. Now, I have seen this so many times with my clients who are committed to finding someone to share their life with, and they start telling me things like, well, online dating isn't working, and I hate the dating apps, so I just don't see how it's going to happen now, right? And this is an issue for two main reasons. When we become attached to the how and it doesn't work, we tend to give up and to quit real quick and easy because we just don't see how it's going to happen. So we we throw in the towel. Right. And when we are attached to the how, to the action, to the steps, to what it, you know, what we need to do in order to make it happen, we become less of who we need to be and who we want to be in order to make it happen. Because we are so focused on the doing, on what we need to do. Right. I want you to think about this question Who do I need to be in order to? create this outcome I want like that is such a more empowering and powerful question to ask yourself who do I need to be to find someone to share my life with who do I need to be to write my book who do I need to be to change careers right not how do I make it happen and I'm not saying you're not going to take action we will talk about that in a minute but who do I need to be to meet my person? I need to be happy. I need to be whole. I need to be complete. I need to be myself. I need to be having fun, enjoying my life, not holding back. And that is so much the opposite of what we just talked about when we talked about, you know, being in that desperate place. We are not being that person when we are desperate to make it happen. Right? Who do I need to be? When I'm fixated on how, I'm attached to needing it. 
and I drop out of being the person that I need to be, right? And I start being needy and creepy and desperate. Maybe I start people pleasing and perhaps I start trying to make other people like me or do things or compromising my values because I'm desperate, right? So I'm not pointing fingers or naming names. I'm just saying, notice it. If this is you, how can you start to detach from needing it, right? And move more into noticing how you are already happy and whole and complete and how that's all available to you right now in this moment, okay? So I want you to apply this to the outcome that you currently want. Like perhaps it is finding someone to share your life with, but it might be starting your own business or switching careers or moving countries or traveling solo or writing your book, right? Apply it to that. Think about it through that lens. When you become attached to the outcome, this is you thinking you need it in order for your life to be better. Now, our lives don't get better. They get different. Now, you may want to argue with me on this. That's okay. Come come find me. (laughs) But... I want you to think about like, you know how people talk about this, they're saying um, the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's just different. Well, I think that's, you know, some something like to that effect. But really, I have found this to be true time and time again. My life with a partner isn't better. It's simply different. And I love this flavor of different, but I also loved the flavor of different when I was single as well. Right. My life traveling with someone isn't better. It's just different than solo travel. Right. When I run my own business, that isn't better. It's just different than working for someone else. Right. I really want to challenge you on the idea of better versus different. So when you become attached to the outcome, this is you thinking you need it in order for your life to be better. So one of the ways that we can help to detach from thinking that we need it is to see that life won't be better with it. It will only be different. That doesn't mean we don't go after it. That doesn't mean we're not going to enjoy it and we're not going to be happy when we have it. It's just a different flavor of life. Okay. So when we think we need the outcome that we want, right? This is when we start to tighten our grip on the reins, thinking that we're going to create more control. Now, if you have ever ridden a horse, and I grew up riding horses on a farm, you will know that that is not a good combination, right? When you grip the reins tightly and you hold on tightly, thinking you're going to create more control, your horse will either stop very suddenly and you could fly off it or it will start to like move its head from side to side and then yank you around from side to side you could potentially fall off it might buck I've had that before it might buck up and you will fall off I have fallen off right so notice that when you start to try and tighten your grip on the reins thinking you're going to create more control it creates less control so For those of you familiar with manifestation and the law of attraction, you will have heard about the idea of letting go. And regardless of whether you're familiar with that world, you may have heard of that term, the idea of letting go. Now, I don't necessarily resonate with those terms, those those words or that world quite as much. 
But I do think that this episode is basically my language and my take on that concept. So I just wanted to share that. It is deciding what you want, seeing it, and knowing it is happening. And that it won't look anything like what you think it will, but it'll be even better than you think it's going to be. So I want to repeat that again. This is what I mean by being committed and unattached, okay? So it is deciding what you want, seeing it as in visualizing it, seeing it happening for you, seeing what life will be like once you have it, and knowing that it's going to happen, it's as good as done, whilst knowing it's not going to look exactly like you think it will, it will probably look very differently And it will be even better than you get to imagine, right? It will be more amazing than your brain thinks it will be at this stage, okay? Then you take courageous as fuck action to make it happen. So I want to share with you all a story, first of all, about how much I like control. And then I'm going to show you this again in action. But I like control. So if you struggle to get behind the idea of, you know, letting go or releasing the reins or, you know, being unattached to what it is that you want, I am your person. (laughs) Because whilst we were in Hawaii, this is just a funny little side note that displays this. I, um, I have a friend who lives there and she lent us her car so that we could drive around Oahu and go, you know, up to North Beaches and experience the island and all the things. Now, of course, that is for us driving on the other side of the road. So it is on the, air quotes, right side of the road, but we drive on the left side of the road here. So I drove and my partner and I talked about it. He's like, no, 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 you you probably should drive and you've done it before quite a few times, whereas he hasn't, right? I've driven on the other side of the road a few times. So I was, you know, I was okay with doing it, having done it before, but it still is super uncomfortable, way outside of my comfort zone. I don't like it. It feels strange and weird and wrong and awkward. And it was also totally worth it, right? However, at one stage, we are halfway around our round the island trip and he says to me, should I drive? And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) He's like, why? (laughs) It's like, because I like being in control. (laughs) Like that was the most honest answer. I have been a passenger on a vehicle, in a vehicle, when we drive on the wrong side of the road and the car is reversed. So, you know, the driver's seat's on the other side and everything just feels so wrong. And I had struggled with it so bad because I thought at every turn we were going to hit something because all of your senses are so out of whack and back of the front and it's just it feels very awkward so we laughed it off and he was like that's fine you keep driving if that's what you need and I was like thank you this is what I need but that is one example of just how much my friends I like control yes I do so I get it I've got a lot of examples of wanting to be in control but I have also seen in my life time and time again, when I have committed and detached from needing it, detached from that outcome, I have blown my own damn mind at just how incredible things can be and just how magical life can get and look, right? 
And just how easy it can happen when you're not attached to how it needs to happen and needing it to happen, right? So I wanted to give you an example of this. Back in 2017, I used to do this hike and it's called uh, the Mount. For anyone who lives in New Zealand, I would hike up and down the Mount roughly five days a week, sometimes more. And in 2017, I would do this hike five days a week. And at the top, I would sit there at the top on this park bench kind of thing. I would sit on top of that and I would look out at the ocean and the beautiful, you know, kind of scenery below. And I would visualize what I wanted, what I wanted my life to look like. Now, when I say visualize, I mean I would more speak it in my brain because I don't necessarily get the visual picture that a lot of people do, okay? Now, if you're a visual person, person, fantastic. But for me, I would often kind of speak it in my brain because that was how my brain works. So I would sit there and I would think about this exact beach house that I wanted to buy on the beachfront. And I would think about coming out of my house and jogging along the beach and hiking up the mount and sitting exactly where I was now and visualizing like, the next steps in my life and then I would think about going back down the mount and having a coffee at the base at at one of my favorite cafes and then walking back along the boardwalk to my house I would think about walking in my house and then hugging my partner and kissing him and him saying some really nice stuff to me and then having a shower and then getting into my home office coaching my clients packing for a trip to go to Hawaii like hosting retreats And like, I would think about all of these things in details, right? Now, in 2019, that vision started to piece itself together. And it wasn't until 2020 that I realized I had in fact made it happen. And I didn't see it because it didn't look exactly like the picture I had created in my mind, right? So When I say I'd made it happen, I was living in a beautiful house one street back from the beach with the most gorgeous office, more amazing than I could have imagined with its own gorgeous sun deck, soundproofed windows on one, two, three. Well, I mean, there's a sliding door with a sun deck and then there's windows on two sides and a huge wardrobe, a huge, beautiful space, the most gorgeous office, right? With an incredible man whom I love so much, an incredible partner, coaching clients all over the world this incredible business that blows my mind I was you know at that stage running trips and retreats pre-pandemic and you know coaching clients around the world and since then I've even had the trip to Hawaii that I was thinking about right like I had created everything that I wanted in that vision And it was more amazing than I was thinking about it being, but it was so different at the same time. Now, I just want to demonstrate again what I said before, that life doesn't get better, but it gets different, right? I firmly believe that because my life pre the life I have now was amazing too. Like I was traveling all over the world. I was, you know, running my own business. I was... You know, at one stage I owned my own house. Like I, you know, had a cat. I still have cats. I'm obsessed with cats, right? Like I had all the things I wanted and did all the things I wanted. I wasn't like waiting for the vision that I was creating whilst I was also making it happen, right? I didn't need it in order to be happy and fulfilled. And I also knew I was going to create it, okay? So 
Here is what I mean when I say committed but unattached, right? It was knowing that I can be happy regardless. Knowing that I'm 100% whole and complete regardless. Knowing I have nothing to prove. And knowing that my life will be amazing either way, right? It already was amazing and it was going to be equally as amazing when I created the next steps, the next piece, right? Now, when you have the mindset tools, the model, the have your own back method that I teach, you know just how fucking accurate all of this is, everything that I'm saying here. So if you're one of my clients, if you've ever worked with me before, you will know just how accurate everything I am saying is. And even without those, you have been happy before. You have, you know, been whole and complete and had nothing to prove. You know it. You know that your life can be amazing. You've experienced it before, right? And that was before this thing that you are now wanting to create. Okay? So I just want you to see that. And I also want to be clear that this isn't some woo-woo, <laughs> woo-woo BS. Although I do love me a little bit of woo, I also like to be able to explain things in terms that are simple and easy to understand. And I just think that any universal magic or, you know, whatever it is that you believe in, God, spirit, Buddha, whatever, is simply an added bonus in my opinion. Okay. So here is how I articulate this process, right? In the most simple terms. Know what you want. Know the outcome that you want to create. Be clear on what that is. Then commit to making it happen. Then to take courageous action towards it. That, my friends, means leaving your comfort zone. Courage feels like shit when you're in it, but it's always worth it. Courageous action is leaving your comfort zone, trying a whole bunch of different things, right? And the next step is releasing all perfection. So releasing the need to get it right, for it to look a certain way. That means we try a bunch of shit, we fuck up, we fail, and we keep going because all of that moves us closer to what we want, to the outcome we are creating. We also stop giving a fuck about what other people think because that holds us back and paralyzes us. And the whole time we have our own back. Right, my friends, that is so important to have your own back. So those steps are literally what I have done to switch careers, to start and grow my own successful business, right? To find someone to share my life with, to overcome my fear of public speaking and get paid to speak on stage, right? To travel solo. And I continue to apply those steps as I commit to new and different outcomes. And as I said, set big, scary goals. And I say to myself, why the fuck not? Why not me? Why not you? Why not us? Right? So those are the things that my clients master to live bold, brave, badass lives, my friends. So I have clients switching careers. One of my clients is a rocket scientist and she's transitioning into a career in mindfulness and coaching. Right? I have a teacher, a client who is an incredible teacher and is creating her own online business to support other teachers. Right? I have clients dating and starting new relationships and navigating how to share lives together. Right? I have another client who has always had a dream of working on a dairy farm and she is making it 
happen. One of my clients is writing a series of books and getting a book deal with a well-known publishing house. They got digital nomads traveling all over the world, right? And all of these incredible women are committed, but not attached. They are willing to try a bunch of shit. They aren't attached to how they are being who they want and who they need to be in order to make it happen. And my friends, they are killing it and they are all making it happen. So if you want my help, then be sure to book in for a free consult call. Otherwise, my friends, have a beautiful, amazing week. And I look forward to talking with you again real soon. Hey friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Xena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, Xena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, xenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.